want to, and I want to be very scientific uh, with this because I imagine there are probably some young viewers slash listeners. Yes. Please. The pullout method is very is very fucking effective. That's a red flag. <laughs> It's a red flag. We just, we, we wash our asses more so than, than certain other cultures, you know? That's all we can say. Um, hey, everybody, welcome to Waving the Red Flag, the number one dating, sex, relationship, uh, epidemiology, and uh, cultural critical race theory podcast in the universe, Melbourne, Atlanta. <laughs> uh, it's your boy, Eddie. I'm here with, uh, with Alvin. Josh is out, uh, you know, he's, he's filming a big movie. He's about to win an Oscar and all that good shit. Um, so we're just talking about, you know, Black people wash their asses more, and that's why we don't get sick as much as uh, the pale horse, you know? <laughs> how you doing, though, bro? Is, is that what we were talking about? I mean, basically, that was that, that's how, you, that's how I'm, I'm boiling it down. I'm just trying to figure out a segue into uh, talking about whether or not logic is black. That's what I was trying to do. I was just trying to find some, some avenues and shit like that, because what I'm really wondering is, does logic wash his chicken? How many times a, a day does logic wash his hands or mop his kitchen floor? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Um, speaking of families, though, what you think about, because I've been wanting to ask you this one for a while. What do you think of the concept of financial abortion? If, if you're familiar is, with the concept. What, what, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with the concept of it. Okay, gotcha. You, I mean, look, it's one of those things. It's like a smart, dumb thing. And I'm, I'm finding the more I talk to you that, like, you know smart, smart shit, but you're not familiar with, like, smart, dumb shit. So, like, pseudo-intellectual, like, Reddit whole nonsense that's, like, <laughs> pseudoscience shit. You're like never familiar with those fucking concepts, but like actual real for real science, you always know what that shit is. So a financial abortion is basically where, um, so obviously abortion is, you know, you're, you're, ter you're terminating a pregnancy because you don't want to have a child. And this gets into the whole bodily autonomy argument, which is that women carry children. So there's really not like a feasible way to reconcile the, the, the fact that two people make a child and two people are impacted by it, and then obviously the hypothetical child of the future is impacted by it. there's no way to really reconcile all of those things without co-opting women's bodies for like forced birth without just saying the woman makes the decision. That's really the only, you can argue it all different kinds of ways. That's really the only way you can make it work. Um, so obviously, then on the flip side of that, you have an argument that comes up all the time of niggas getting trapped, right? This is there's a very common rhetoric of, oh, you know, she... She, she trapped me, she got pregnant and she won't abort the baby. And now I'm you know on the line for child support or I don't want to be a father, blah, blah, blah. Um, now I think there's some very valid and, and uh, arguments that are worth uh, addressing there. But basically one so proposed solution to do this without uh, denying women bodily autonomy is saying, look, of course the choice to keep or terminate a pregnancy has to be up to the person whose body um, resources it requires. But ultimately, as a man, my consenting to sex is not me consenting to be a, being a father. Therefore, I am not obligated to child support or custody involvement, um, except if I consent to doing so. So if I, you know, sign the birth certificate, whatever you want to, whatever you want to say it is. But that, and, and so if I choose so, you are going to keep a child, cool, I can relinquish all of my financial and custody responsibilities without your input. I don't need your permission. I don't need any agreement from you. I can just... Boom. That's, so that's that's basically what a, what a financial abortion is. They call it. Ah, copy, copy. Um, I am in complete disagreement with that bullshit. Mm. Speak on it, because we're about to disagree like a motherfucker. I know. So, I I, I sense that from from yes. jump. Um, <laughs> my take on it is, you're you're not you're never you're never tricked or trapped into having a baby with rare exception. So unless a woman gives me like a condom with like a hole that she punched in that shit mm. you have autonomy in that situation i think men who make those arguments never backtrace it to the root cause they're okay. always way more proximal than distal okay you had autonomy in that situation you did not have to nut in her you you could take all kinds of precautions at the root of that situation for you to not have a baby and this would never even be on the table one way or the other make better decisions at the root of the situation and you never have to worry about this. You don't have to play these like mind games and all these hypotheticals, what you call it. Just make a good decision at the root of it. Just don't fucking, uh, you know, inseminate her from jump. Is that the beginning and end of, of your argument, more or less? No, I, I, okay. I and I, I take I take it one step further, and then this is the end of my argument. Okay. I, one step further is that the fact that you did that means that you're culpable. That you did the fact what? that you made that. The fact that you inseminated her 
of your free will, assuming you did, because again, there are some weird circumstances where that's not the case. Sure. I want to give that caveat. That means that you're culpable. That means that you have some responsibility and you have to take whatever responsibility that comes with that decision. See, okay. Is yeah. it, I mean, we look, man, look, man, one, one, one decision can be, can be a lifetime of responsibility. That's life. Yeah. See, okay. Yeah. Uh, Damn, I man, I disagree with almost everything that you said. So I'm gonna just try to start from the beginning here, because <laughs> it's a, it's a point by point disagreement. It's gonna be a long list. But for the, you know, I actually kind of concede the trapped argument because that's not really my argument. I I and I've said this for lots of these discussions. I think a lot of these discussions get trapped in bad rhetoric, and that gets away from the actual issue. So I'm not arguing that like women are out here trying to intentionally get impregnated by men who do not want to impregnate them, and that's the root of this problem that's not an argument that i'm making at all so let me just clarify that and because i would apply that to most unwanted pregnancies where a woman does not want to be pregnant because that's let's be real that's the definition of what an unwanted pregnancy is when a woman doesn't want to be pregnant it's not because somebody trick nutted in her it's not because she trick got nutted in it's a lot of times you are trying a contraceptive method that doesn't work very well um maybe there's coercion and all that kind of stuff but we're gonna, let's take all of that out let's take stealthing out because those are I can win that argument a lot easier if I talk about poked holes and condoms and shit like that. And I'm not trying to win it on that. People get pregnant all the time when they do not intend to. And we recognize that just because a woman has taken a taken a an action that led to her being impregnated does not obligate her to having a child and becoming a mother. Simple as that. So that, I mean, really just that by itself, it would be my rebuttal to everything that you said after that. That would be the beginning and end of my stance on that. And well, there's that, other there's other points yeah. I would make to other things that you yeah. might say, but that's the beginning and end of that. Yeah, but that that's 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 a piss poor argument because, okay. for example, for example. So, and I and I want to and I want to be very scientific uh, with this because I imagine there are probably some young viewers slash listeners. Yes. Please. The pullout method is very is very fucking effective. If you do it right, which fucking no one does. I have never fucked up ever. Nigga, you. Uh, Come on now, you realize that's anecdotal yeah, I, nothing. That's saying, anecdotal no, nothing. But what I'm saying, no, no. But what, I, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, when they do those studies, when they say like, oh, seventy percent in general, but if you do it right, ninety plus percent, there has to be people that got ninety plus percent for you to even say that there's a ninety plus percent. What's your point? It's seventy. Then. My point. No, my point. No, no. My point is that. So when you do the when you do those studies, when they say seventy in general. One way or another, one way or another, it depends on the reporting. There could be far outliers on one side or the other that gets it to the 71, you know, like the 90 doesn't have to be the outlier. They're never very clear on that, what you call it. But anyway, the fact that they feel the need to report a 90 means that there was a cohort in that study that was significant enough that 90 is realistic. So? Else they wouldn't report it. That's not how anything works. 100%. That literally is how stuff works. That literally is how stuff works. No, one hundred percent of people who win the lottery win the lottery. Like, what are you talking about? If you use the cohort of motherfuckers that it worked for, then it works for them because they're doing it right. The people who are in the same percent no, 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 are no. doing it right. No, let me let me let me break it down to you, you like don't this. Know right? what, let me break it down to you like before this. You, before you no. make the point, let me just say, yeah, when you are doing that, you don't know which cohort you're in until after you have or don't have a baby. That's what I say. Go ahead. Okay, so one. Every almost every number that you get reported, for example, on the vaccine, what you call it, is the best case scenario number, which means that the best case scenario can exist, or is they wouldn't report the number. Okay. Like th when they gave you like a ninety plus percentage effectiveness for Moderna or Pfizer, they'll give you the best fucking case scenario. Johnson and Johnson was seventy because it wasn't best case scenario, so they report best case scenario numbers don't, don't because that's an achievable that. thing. Yeah. I don't because that's the, that. because that's what you call it. So ninety is achievable. Don't disagree with it. Been of doing that. it. Been doing this shit. But Don't my whole point is, yeah. yeah, my point is, is that the fact that you have that level of control in that situation. Let's say it's seventy percent. You have seventy percent control over that situation. That means that you, as a male, can no. guide how that situation plays out. No, and, and, you know what? As a matter of fact, because we kind of got lost in the weeds. All of that, regardless of how effective this shit is, is totally irrelevant to my argument. My argument is that this does not work if you replace the word man with woman, and we understand why. It is obvious that consent to sex, regardless of the risk level or any of that shit, is not consent to being a parent, period, regardless of the gender involved. That's the, so, so all of that shit that we were just talking about then, that's actually irrelevant to the point that I'm making. My, my whole point is that that's irrelevant to the point that it doesn't matter. 
Like if you don't want to be a parent as a male, you have control. You, you have keep adding, you, you keep have adding agency as, in that situation. You see, so you keep adding as no, that a was male my, as a no, qualifier. That, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, what I'm saying is like that is the point. That is the point. Like, well, uh, yeah, I don't, it, I'm, that that I'm not getting. That I'm not getting. Why is it distinct from a so, man okay. versus a woman? It, now, if there's because it, the, there's a whole bunch you got to flesh out there if you're saying that it's the rules are different. If you if you're okay, saying the rules me, are different, no. then fine. No, let me let me ask you this. Let me ask okay. you this. When has a when when on these Reddit rabbit holes that you've taken yourself down has a woman? It wasn't me. Has a woman? <laughs> when has a woman? When has a woman advocated for fi for financial abortion? This is a male. This is a male dominated topic. No, I haven't even of, read of this. Shit and no, I know. Of, yeah, it is. Course, it is. Of course, so, of course. so when I'm so when I'm talking about this particular segment of it, of course, I'm focusing on males because sure. it's a male argument sure, by sure, and large. Sure. See, yeah, this, so this, that's this, why I'm this, focusing on males. No, no, of course, of course. But here's the thing: financial abortion, and the, and the reason that it's even named that is about the the greater question, which is what does reproductive freedom, autonomy, whatever the fuck does that look like? Men don't carry children, so the way that's expressed is going to be different. And we know that for all kinds of fucking issues, that the way you express an issue is going to be different based on what group you're talking about. So the argument is not financial abortion or not financial abortion. It's is sex consent to being a parent. And the way that expressed is going to be different based on the biological setup of the people that it's impacting. That's the point. So I'm, I'm not arguing with you about is financial abortion about men or not about men. Of course, I'm arguing the, the, the macro level argument here, which is, are there different rules for whether or not sex mean, consenting to sex means consenting to being a parent based on whether you're, you're a male or woman? And if not, then we answer that question. And then we talk about how does it how does that trickle down into the various biological setups? And I under okay, I, I now understand what you're saying, but I think that that's something that is largely philosophical, and it doesn't make sense because I have a I have a practical solution. The practical solution is if you don't want to be a parent, then don't have children and do what you need to do to not have children. And with some with okay, you already know where I'm going, but yeah, there are lots of caveats. There are lots of caveats to that. Things happen, but you have lots of agency in that in that there's a lot of there's a lot of room to avoid that see and still engage in sex yeah that, that, none of none so of I, that is I, the issue none of that is the issue none of that i get what you're saying i get what you're saying like your 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 point is separate from what i just said so yeah. we're on the same page i feel i feel like at this point what we're saying but what i'm saying like, we're is we're getting close here i feel i feel like that's a philosophical argument that doesn't need to that doesn't need to be had like I, there are lots of philosophical arguments that practic that practically don't have any application. I feel like this is one. I so so I would I would say I have to I would still disagree there. So I agree that as an individual, if I'm if I'm a man, and I'm going because this is this is like a, and I'm not even saying this to like insult or throw you off, but like I feel like there's yeah. a conservative style of argument where you take like a policy level solution and then put it on the individual, which is that like yeah cool there is a problem which there is. But instead of a solution, we can just say that the individual should do it. I agree. That's what I do. I'm very conscientious about who I nut in and how I do it. I'm, I'm very careful about that because I don't expect for a society to take care of me. It's the same reason that I wear masks and wash my hands. That is not an argument for whether or not. And, and, matter of fact, I'm a black person, right? I'm a black man trying to make money and trying to, you know, live my best life and trying to, you know, make my bed every morning you know, trying to pull myself up by my bootstraps. I do those behaviors because I have to do those behaviors. That is not an argument for not putting in place policies that make it easier for motherfuckers who don't have my gifts, talents, whatever you want to say, to do the shit that I'm doing, who don't have the conscientiousness or the, effort or the education, whatever, whatever you want to say. So yeah. to say that it's not a problem is like, again, why are we gendering the language as if, are we saying that every single unwanted pregnancy is the result of male perpetrator rape? No, there's a plenty of women who are letting, who are, who are not letting isn't even the right word, but are, who are having men nut in them because they enjoy it. They don't want the condom. They don't care. They're not thinking about it. And they have a pregnancy that they do not want. And they have a right to have control over that decision, even after the sexual event happens. Simple as that. There's no need to start chopping and changing new rules or new philosophical like impacts based on gender or yeah, biological so sex. Yeah, so the 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 core crooks of that argument at that at that fast though because we we've gotten a bit in the weeds here. Sure. There are 100% like institutional level policies that their sole purpose is to impact individual behavior. So much so that you still give those individuals an out one way or another. Vaccines in the United States are a prime example of that. I can poke, I can prod, I can 
coerce. There are lots of institutional policies that try to get people to do something. They still have the ability to not do it. Like you can elect not to get a vaccine, pretty much. So I don't. So I can 100% have a policy at an institutional level, at a philosophical high level, at a supranational level that is solely targeted at an individual. What an individual does or doesn't do. Vaccines are literally that. So I don't think that you 100% have to have like this high level thing that addresses something. You know that it has to be like something that is like blanket. You can actually have something that impacts individual behavior. Um, so have, that's my have, first piece of it. Well, I, just before you move on to the next, I have no idea what you're talking about when you said that. Like a policy so what you that said, what, what you, millions of individuals is a blanket policy. Like all so groups example, are made of individuals. I'm not sure I understand what you're talking about. No, no, no. For example, there are there are policies that you can't opt out of. That's 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 the 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 holy grail of public health. For example, if you live in the United States, right, and you drink public water mm-hmm. or you use public water, it's fluoridated. Sure, yes. There is there is no individual opt-in or opt-out. For example, another one, your bread being fortified. Iodized salt. You, I get the idea, sure. Yeah, you, you, you're, not fuck, you're not fucking opting in and out of that shit. But there are 100% things that are just designed to make it so that you as an individual do something or you don't do it or you okay. can opt out and not do right. it yeah, vaccines I'll, I'll, being one okay. cool yeah so that that's my point so this could just be something where like you know like i put the research out there and an individual makes a choice or they or they don't they live with the consequences or they don't i mean again that's what a vaccine is like you can just decide you in your individual relationship that you as a man want to nut in somebody or you as a woman want to you know, be involved in a situation where you're nutted in and deal with the consequences. Or, you know, y'all as two consenting adults can have a conversation about what that looks like for you. Uh, again, you're you're kind of sidestepping the discussion. Like, I, I'm not even sure oh, how, yeah, these, how no. these tie tie together. Okay, okay. So let let let's backtrack. Yeah. I want to say I want to say that point blank period. Yes, I'm sidestepping the discussion because again, I feel hmm. like we're having a, a high level philosophical discussion. That doesn't, doesn't matter okay, because okay. we have. Well, then let's. Well, then let's not, we have practical controls. Yeah, then, then, then let's yeah. not sidestep because because otherwise it'll we'll, we'll just get frustrated because I'll be saying A and then you'll be saying seven like which would just be fr- frustrating. So then let's talk about whether or not this is a discussion that needs to be had because I I agree a lot of these discussions around like do we need to build a, like a lot of these political right left talking points you know what I mean like oh should trans people disclose like those little hot button discussions are like we're having discussions about a thought experiment that doesn't fucking matter or doesn't impact people, just let it be and it, and it's fine a lot of the time. So if you're saying that this falls into the category of that kind of thing, I'm open to that. But let's yeah, establish yeah, that before I, you start sidestepping. Yeah. Like, and then sidestep is also like, that has all kinds of connotations. Like I'm, I'm, I feel like sidestep means he, that like I'm, seek, I'm seeking not to address the situation. That's not what I'm doing. What well, I'm you're, doing you're is not I'm, saying, I'm saying, what is, what is your question? Do I believe in that from a philosophical level? And I'm saying no, because I have a practical solution that makes the philosophical conversation irrelevant. I don't think that's sidestepping. I think that's going right at the chest of the issue. No, that's still, still sidestepping because it would have to establish whether or not that I think, policy I, I think is it's only sidestepping. I think it's only sidestepping because I'm not giving you the answer you want. <laughs> well, obviously. It's not, in, the, it's not, it's not in, a, in a useful format that addresses the actual issue. It's like saying, you know, should we have apple pie or should we have, you know peach pie or whatever, or which one is better? And you say, well, I don't like pie, which is fair because you're saying the, the, the question is irrelevant, but you still haven't answered this question. So you have to establish a pool. Well, why, okay, why so, are we not talking so, about this? So put it in that for, so put it in that format for me, put it in the, put it in that format, that exact situation. Like what, like, what do you feel like the format of my answer should be? And I will give you that because okay. me saying well, that it's an irrelevant question in the practical sense of it. I think it might I don't be, feel like that side Fair enough. And I, and I don't, I don't know that I want to get like into the weeds of even establishing that. Cause I think it might be more useful going down the road that you were trying to, which is establishing that it's doesn't matter. I'm more interested in that. Cause if it doesn't matter, then it, then me getting the, the format of answer that I want is irrelevant. So the question is, why do you think that this philosophical discussion at this level isn't important? Which to me, that would imply that like, men actually do not find themselves in this situation at a frequent enough level where it makes sense to make a policy to address it. That would be what I would think your thinking might be, but maybe it's not. When you say face this situation, do you mean mm-hmm. are they facing a situation where they where they want out? I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure millions of men 
like all all the time face a situation where they wish they had made a different kind of play. I'm saying make a better decision before you inseminate a woman. Okay, so is is your argument? I make good I make good decisions every day, man. Like that shit's not that hard. Oh, but, I also but, make bad ones. I also make bad ones. You 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 know that's not true. P- human beings constantly make bad decisions. That's why we make policy because people. That's what they tend to do. In fact. People make bad decisions more than they make good decisions most of the fucking time. That's why laws and all that shit exists. But that's a that's a side point, though. Yes, men find themselves in that situation all the time. We can both agree on that. Is your argument simply because there is a practical individual level solution that there is therefore no need for um, a policy? And if that is the case, then my question is this, because I, I think this is a it's kind of a man versus woman sort of a thing. If that is the case, why is that any less true for women? So, yes, that is what I'm saying. But my question is, why would that even be applicable to women? Women already have an out. What do are you, you saying? Are you saying women also have the right and the autonomy and the agency to not have pregnancy as well? What do you mean? Oh, right. <laughs> the point is, they do, and the argument would be men don't, or at least not at the same comparable level. So, like. If you're saying that you have the ability to make the decision at the point of sex, not at the point of childbirth, at the point of pregnancy, way, way down the fucking line when things are much more difficult yeah. to reverse. If the having the, the control and autonomy at the point of sex is adequate to eliminate the need for choice or, dis, or uh, freedom later, why does that same thinking apply not apply to women? Does, does the question make sense now? So are, are you saying that... Yeah. Are you saying that men have to have to have to rectify or address that behavior like real deep down at the root, but women have the ability to address that situation a little bit past the root? It's um it's um gathering that like they have the same kind of agency at the beginning, but past that point, past several other points, women can still make Correct. Yeah, no, no, that's that's decisions. I, I was only thinking because I wanted to make sure I wasn't like <laughs> uh, misrepresenting my own argument. But yes, I'm happy to say that's exactly what I'm saying or asking. Um, yeah. OK, that's fair. Um, that's fair. The only thing I'll say about that is I think in regards to pregnancy that we have to accept that women deserve more outs because of how much more economically biologically physiologically expensive and harmful pregnancy is for them than men okay i'm i'm, I'm willing I to think, cons- yeah i think i think that that's i think that's the only kind of fairness that we can give them really because like they really got the short end of the stick on that shit like it is i had a professor that once said that pregnancy is necessary for the population but pathological for the individuals so I'm, yeah, I'm 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 sympathetic to all of that. My question yeah, is out. how 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 big should that distance be, and why are we assuming that no additional um, freedom or assistance is required on the other side? That look, I'm based on what you're saying. I'm fine for there to be something of a double standard because honestly, there isn't a choice. Like the the function of how pregnancy works biologically is different from men and women, so that's already the case. But you mentioned they don't just have a one additional step of freedom there's like four or five or six additional ones right there's all the way up until the second trimester third in some places then there's adoption after that then there's paternity test after that then there's childcare after that then there's custody after that there, so there's it's one to six now i agree financially and biologically uh pregnancy has a bigger impact on women it's literally in their bodies in the Western world, the dis- the distance on that first one for the financial is not as big as it fucking used to. And I don't know that it's that the odds on that are one to six. So which brings me back to my original question. If this level of freedom is suitable for men, actually, no, no, uh, let me not put it this way because I'm not saying women should have less. I'm actually just saying men should have more. I, I think that women should have all of th- those freedoms. I'm saying additional gotcha. freedoms should also be extended to men. If women have six, totally fair with that. Saying that men should have a single one is absurd to me. And I'm asking you to say, why do you think that men do not, shouldn't be afforded at least somewhere between that massive gap? Because I, I think, man, I think, I think, I think a lot of people misrepresent exactly how tough it is being a mother, man. Like, like there are like recent studies that came out that say that like, if you have like your child, like too late. Mm-hmm. that like you are essentially capping like your lifetime earnings like 
like astronomically man like yeah. like there's a thing where like basically like for your career like it's actually like best if like you have your child when you're like 22 when you're a woman you know what i mean mm -hmm. like as young as fucking possible because then you can kind of like rebound a little bit mm -hmm. but like if you have your child like late 20s like early 30s like it's like almost a career death sentence like relative to mm -hmm. like like no matter like you're 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 probably not going to catch up that's what it is like that's what the studies are saying so it's like it's like you look at how much women put in 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 the work in basically every culture how much they're doing the brunt of the child care how much like they're sacrificing on career earnings how much like they put their bodies through both both before during and after yeah the yeah. the, the impact I, I get what you're saying and like yeah I, I feel like at, a, at the core of what you're saying, I feel like you're right. Like the imbalance doesn't necessarily need to be one to six, but it damn sure don't need to be, you know, one to one. It damn sure don't need to be four to six. You know what I mean? Like, mm. you know, I may, think maybe two, maybe two to six. I don't know, man. Like, cause that shit's, it's tough out here. Yeah. See, uh, hmm, there's, there's, I'm, I'm a little bit, because there was something buried in what you said that I think is really fair, which is that like there are imbalances in society where it's like we're trying to, we're trying to, we're arguing about the paint color of a house that's on fire, you know, the kind of situations where it's like, maybe I'm getting into the weeds of like a petty individual level situation when it's like, but the whole system is, is, is imbalanced in the first place. Like I'm arguing like, Oh, because you know, obviously it's, it's personal, like, Oh, I'm a man. So I'm so afraid that like my income is going to be impacted by, you know, a child that I don't want and it's going to fuck up my life, blah, 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 blah. But that's me trying to like, attack it at the level of the individual where it's like, but there are millions and millions of women who for them, that childbearing is going to destroy their whole shit much more than it will for most men, if that is the case. So, which then goes back to what you were saying before about whether or not this is even an important conversation. Like, are we even talking about the right thing? It's kind of like, it's kind of like with the protest shit. Like, uh, you know, when people see a bunch of people protesting uh, and they're knocking over property and they're like, oh, that's not the way to protest. And it's like, where were y'all when people were, when, when your fellow citizens were getting murdered by like state, state funded violence? Like, where were you all during that? But when a Nike shop gets, gets knocked over property, like inanimate objects, then you're upset. Well, it's because you own things, but you're not black. So you, and, and so you, you, the, the first problem doesn't impact you. The second one does. And so you're much more concerned with that one than the first and that's your excuse for not engaging with it. I feel like this might kind of fall maybe into that category. I mean, I'm not, I'm not game to concede fully, but there's, there's something there. But I would just say, I think, I think two to six is, is more than reasonable. And I also, with hesitation, would say all of those things are bad, but to what extent does denying men the additional freedom of having a separate parental and sexual consent, how does uh, um, affording men that additional freedom, how does that help women? With all of the things that you mentioned, I mean, there's an argument to be made that it that it does, but what you mean? So saying, if we go from men having one level of control to two, how does that help women? No, no. How does that hurt women? Basically, it depends on. And this, this was actually the question that I was going to ask you. Mm -hmm. It depends on what that second level of control is. Like what? Like what are we calling that second level of control? Well, like where does that fit? I, in? I can tell you what hypothetically, because I, I don't. Yeah. No, for yeah, sure, but... for sure. I mean, I'm the redditor. So I've, I've thought about it a lot because, I, because I've heard a lot of arguments which are like, well, you're trying to, a lot of the decisions are around like, how are you going to impact the woman, but also how are you going to impact the child? Like, how do you make sure that once a child is born that their chances are as good as possible? So I get that. My view is it's essentially like the financial abortion would have to happen, um, assuming that there was knowledge beyond, before a certain point. It can't be enacted later in much the same way that you can't abort your five-year-old, you know? So you would have to say, okay, um, I was made aware that there was a pregnancy um, as soon as she was made aware of it. And during the second trimester, I said, I do not want to, you know, basically, honestly, I would say it would be, I think the easiest way is you have to, assuming that um, the pregnancy is not hidden from you. And that's a difficult thing to make reasonable. You can't get a financial abortion after she can't get a physical abortion, essentially, would be, would be I think, the, the best arrangement. So she can go, okay, cool this person is going to be helping me at the very least financially with this child. So I can make a decision about the, whether or not I want to keep the pregnancy. So once the baby's born, shit like that, you can't, you can't relinquish none of that. Once you say, look, cool, you're having a baby. 
cool. I legally recognize myself as the father. I'm willing to sign the contract. If you don't do that, then you can't. Um, because th- th- that's a little bit finicky because, you know, you could hide a pregnancy. You could be like, mm, I'm pretty sure I'm pregnant. I'm not going to get tested yes, but yet because I know once I do, then I have to tell him. And blo- You know, like, I don't know how you would make it legal as much. I mean, maybe you could say that the, the, the default state is non-paternity. And so any person having a pregnancy in a state where, preg- where abortions are available to you, that's the other thing. Like, in order for financial abortion to make sense, you also have to have abortion with it, which is why the argument's being made in the first place. But it would be, all right, so you, ah, fuck, lost my train of thought. But I think you get, you get the idea. Yeah, I get the gist, I feel like. Um, I mean, that's probably... And I don't think it would be difficult to, to, to enact. Yeah, I don't think I don't I think that's probably the best way, hypothetically, where you could protect the health of the mother and the potential unborn child. So if it were done in that way, I'm struggling to see how the physical health would be would be too heavily impacted. Yeah. So that that that's that's my view on the whole thing. And honestly, I would say maybe the maybe the extra thing that I would add, and this is the thought that I forgot from before, is like paternity would be would start at not in in unless a man was like, no, no, I I need you to test that, that baby is mine. I want I want paternity, so that you wouldn't be you wouldn't create situations where there was an incentive to hide a pregnancy. It would be the other way around. I don't know if that would have negative gotcha. impacts, but gotcha. yeah, that would be my like your. You don't have a you don't have a father until you establish that there is one to to the pregnancy, and you have to give him within that period to to make a choice. Yeah, I mean, then there's situations where a woman doesn't realize she's pregnant until after abortion is no longer a possibility. Um, I don't know how common that is though. I would have I would have to assume it's not super common, or it's a, it's a very small minority of cases. Could be wrong though, so feel free to correct me. I actually have no idea. Like, I, I have no bank knowledge on how common that is or yeah. uncommon. But yeah, I I'm, I mean, look, you, you were saying all that shit about the personal responsibility shit. I, that's that's how everybody already lives. It's like, yeah, of course, of course, you can solve every problem with as much per- personal responsibility as possible. I still believe we should be taxing billionaires. I'm still going to do my little side hustles and shit. That doesn't. I mean, there, there's also difference. there's also certain stuff that's like statistically like you don't really have a lot of control over. What you mean? You know, like like. So, for example, like, basically it was about social mobility, right? Mm. And, like, this whole, like, you know, respectability black shit that comes with that. And, like, you know, how poor people don't deserve shit and poor people just need to save their way out of what you call it. Mm. Statistically, statistically, if you were born poor, you are going to die poor. Yeah. And, yeah. Your, and your kids are going to be poor. And statistically, and this is interesting enough, if you're black in America, if you, you somehow don't die become black. one of those... One of those lucky motherfuckers that rises from poor to like middle class or up, mm. it's actually very common for your kids to also still end up fucking poor. Mm. So it's like, so it's like personal responsibility in terms of a lot of stuff. Like, you really don't have a lot in some of these avenues, right? Like a lot of like these things outside of your control do actively work to keep us down. But I do feel like that, like in terms of like this particular conversation that you have a little bit yeah, see, more you're, swing in but, that. But see, now you're arguing a hypothetical because what you said was your statistic is about what does happen, not what could have happened. So then the question is not, do people tend to end up poor because they were born poor? It's like, is there a hypothetical set of actions that they could have done in order to not end up poor? And it's like, the answer to that question is, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There's You Fair. can write down with a pen and, pen and paper and be like, look, you're, you have a minimum wage of $7, but if you were to save 2% of that and put some of it in Bitcoin and do this and that and do a whole bunch of shit that you 100% do not have the knowledge or access did to you, actually do. Did you learn this on in like a dinner with Jay-Z or some shit? Did you like, you know, make that happen? Yeah, yeah. Hey, reading man. Some, you've been reading some Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Hey, you've man. You've been coming over here. Uh, Robert, not, uh, Robert, Robert um, Hibishima or whatever the fuck. That motherfucker knows what he's talking about. Like, um, I'm making money moves behind, behind the scene, bro. Don't, don't worry about it. This is going to be... We're coming for Joe Budden on this podcast. We're making money moves behind this shit. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, but you see my point. Like you're you're talking yeah, about what yeah. they what they did do, not what they could have done. And when you, when you talk about this, it's like, yeah, but men don't do that. Yeah, they could have, 
but they don't do that. So that's, you got to, you know, apples and apples. But anyway, let's, let's move on to, on, on to a little bit different something because I wanted to ask you, what, what's your feeling on uh, your girl proposing to you? Or when, actually, you know what? First, let's start macro. Women proposing to men in general than proposing to you specifically. So I'm going to answer your question directly. Okay. And then I'm going to, and then I'm going to, be real specific so one okay. just in general i don't think there's anything wrong with with women proposing to me okay also a very frequent twitter topic and like people get real up in arms about this and i had like a friend basically write a dissertation about how like uh, about how women shouldn't try to contextualize their freedom by doing shit that men do even if that Agreed. makes you more equal you mm. know, like so so like and I, and I and I definitely take that. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I definitely 100% um, understand that argument. Now, for me, you know, like I have, I have a running joke about how I'm gonna propose. Like it's just like it's like the most anti-proposal ever. Like I don't think that shit's like I think that shit's weird as fuck. Like I feel like if we really like looked at that from like a an objective lens, the whole practice of it is fucking odd, man. Like so. Oh, I agree. I agree with. I, I, so while I agree, while I don't yeah. think you know, you yeah, don't so think nobody don't think should be that proposing. Anything wrong with it. Yeah, like me personally, but like just from like a like a macro like high level thing, I think it's perfectly fine that women propose. But you really don't think anybody should be proposing, essentially. Is that is that oh, what man. you're implying? Yeah, man. I'm just putting the ring on the table at Applebee's and saying, you know, you know what it is, man. I yeah, I mean look, that's that's take, reasonable. Take it I mean it. I like the idea of a romantic gesture, but for me I don't like I mean I would be very game for my girl to propose to me, but then at the same time for me it's kinda like I don't wanna I don't want to be in a situation where, and I've said this before, like, I don't like being in situations where I'm not actually 100% sure about how the other person feels about me. And I feel like mm -hmm. that can be the, the situation, but obviously then that's just pa passing the brunt over to women. But I'm like, if I know this person desperately wants to marry me, and that happens in a lot of situations, then I'm like, oh no, I'm quite happy to do the honor of asking you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? <laughs> Did I say something wild? <laughs> He was like, he's like, yeah, man, these these women really do be wanting to marry my ass. You know what I'm saying? They be trying to. <laughs> no, I wasn't even saying it like that. I wasn't even saying it like that. I, I, like I that. thought that's what you was saying. No, 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 no. I was just saying. I was saying. He was, was like, saying, yeah, you know, well, they they madly want to marry me. You know, and that shit happens all the time. But you know, like, oh, 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 no, that's literally right, right, what you right, said. Right, 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 right. Run, no, I... run the fucking tape back on that shit. <laughs> I didn't mean me specifically. I meant women and men in general. The idea of like a woman pressuring a man to marry her. And pressure is maybe not the right word, but the idea of a woman, yeah. a man being very, very aware that his uh, woman would like to be married to him well before he, you know, d uh, does a proposal. Like he knows the answer well before. In those situations, cool. But I think the idea that like uh, the man should just be the one who d takes that risk, like nah, I, I would be definitely be game for my girl to propose, but I also agree proposal in general is kind of, like it's kind of weird making making a decision like that into ceremony i think the whole like marriage and all of that it's like we're we we turn like this very serious what should be a nuanced conversation into like a binary ceremony of like boyfriend girlfriend now we're fiance now we're married now we have to have the ceremony without talking about any of what that those massive transitions in a relationship mean like cool so how does that change our relationship? What are we planning for the future? What's our five-year plan? Are we trying to build, build a home? Like, what are our financial goals? How do you, have we even established like how you like to be loved versus me? But instead it's just like, you know, fuck here, dude. And that and, and that's the only thing that happens. I, I agree that we doing that whole shit wrong. Yeah, man. It's like, how, how, how much into my personal shit do I want to get here? Um, so it's like so it's like we've we've had like the marriage conversation and like mm. she's very adamant that like at least for right now that's like not what the fuck she wants but like i know that because we've had the conversation because again like it wasn't something that i just like sprang the fuck on her with like a ring and like some some rose petals and a photographer or some shit mm. it was a it was a nuanced conversation about what we wanted where we saw ourselves and if we were to take you know that step it definitely still wouldn't be like some like ceremonial kind of proposal it would be very much like essentially like a fucking business decision i mean it is, so yeah yeah like 
I'm with that. Yeah. The idea that 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 marriage is like not a convo, like, hey, babe. So I was thinking, maybe we should get married. Would you want to do that? What might that look like? As opposed to like in the like, I, this is another point I would make. I feel like niggas proposing off some surprise shit to their girls in public venues is manipulative as fuck. Like that is some weird ass shit to do on some consent shit. She gotta, she gotta, she gotta be heavily telegraphing that shit, man. She gotta be like, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, like some. Yeah, it's gotta be like, oh man, must be nice, like to her girlfriend. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like. You gotta be sure, like so sure. That's like that's that's like anal. Like you gotta have either had a conversation or you already know that that's always <laughs> on the table, like because there's that's a wild thing to just do, like that's a that's a top five simile right there. It's like appreciate angel. you, appreciate you, yeah. yeah. So I I just don't because you're put you're putting a motherfucker in a situation where if they say no to you, they look like a bad person, and anytime a scenario is set up to where the no is incentivized over the yes outside of the pure benefits of yes, that's not a question. That's a suggestion. Or at the very worst, a coercion. Like, hey, would you like this job? Suck my dick, yes or no? That's not a question. That's an imperative. That's not a question. So if you go, hey, would you say yes to me marrying you right now? And even if you don't, you you have one of two choices. You can say no and feel like an asshole in front of this large baseball arena, or you can later on pull me into a bathroom and say, hey, I said yes because I didn't want to embarrass you. But actually, even though you think you just won the lottery, I actually want to break up with you now. Those are That's the choice that you're giving them. Say yes because you want to or look like an asshole in two very different ways. That ain't a fucking question. Fuck that. So, no. Nah. should be a private conversation. Now, if you've had a private conversation and she's like, yeah, I'd definitely like to get married. She's, and then you're like, cool, I'm, th- I'm going to throw you a proposal. You won't know when it when it's gonna be, but I'm gonna throw you a proposal exactly. that you already know, and that's when we'll be officially engaged. Mm-hmm. Then okay, I can I can rock with that. I can rock with that. Exactly. Yeah. The 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 surprise is the event, not the yes. fact that you're proposing. Like she right. knows that yes. you're getting ready to propose at some point. The, the, you don't know when it's gonna be. Exactly. Next six months. The time the timing yeah. is the surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's a birthday. Like works. bitch, you know when your birthday is, but I'm gonna surprise exactly. you with the party. You know, is it gonna be nine o'clock? Is it gonna be my house, your house? Who knows? Did I forget? I don't know. That's 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 the kind of situation. Um, another shit that I, that I don't like is the, the concept. Cause I was t- talking to Josh about this the other day, like about asking your, your, cause he said he wouldn't, uh, he don't want his girl to, to, to propose to him. He was like, cause I want to ask, you know, her parents for their permit, their permission or their blessing or whatever. I'm like, I would never in my life ask another grown man, whether or not I can marry my girl. That's just absurd to me. Like I would never in my life even consider some shit like that for me personally. Oh, I'm 100% not doing that. And also, like, because I, you know, I, I very actively say that I'm very much hoping that this relationship is my last relationship. Like, we her dad's not you. even on that shit. Yeah, her dad's not even on that shit. Like, he's so chill. You know what I'm mm. So, he would be looking at me weird if I did the shit. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, me yeah, too. Yeah. I, I can't imagine a girl who has that framework even being interested in me, honestly. So, it's probably, yeah, it's a non-issue. Like, and it's like her mom's like just continues to pretend that I don't exist. So like you know, homegirl hates you because <laughs> you a plumber to her or some shit. Like you not one of the Du Bois from the the highfalutin blacks. Is that the, is that why she don't like you or what's up? Yeah, man. If I was a CEO, you know that would be different. You know, if I was like a tech giant startup person, it, is that for real? What like what what is the reason? No, that's shit. We going I don't know, man. We can't get into that one on here. We, I can I can bleep it if you'd like or if you want to be vague, but if you just want to skip it, then that, we, that's cool. Uh, it's, it's, it's because... So, this is what I feel. Okay. This is what I feel. Pretty sure it's because I'm not Somali. Oh, yeah, you already that's said that. That's what I feel. Yeah, that's what I feel. Oh, okay, okay. Um, that's fair. Hey, man, the, the audience is larger now, man. You know, shit might get back to her at this point. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that is a little bit true. We, we didn't have really anybody listening the last time you, you would have mentioned that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's because I'm not Somali, and I think on a smaller, on a smaller rung of the ladder, um, it's because I'm not Muslim. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, that, I mean, and that makes sense though. If I was in her place, I would also be like, mm, "This isn't ideal," you know. Yeah. How are the grandbabies going to be raised? Like, I would. Yeah, I would. I mean, that's not your problem, obviously, but like, I would probably be feeling the same way if I was like, "Oh shit, we might have some some motherfucking infidel grandchildren." I don't know how I'm gonna deal with this shit. This that would be some stressful shit, you know. 
I know they're gonna be they're gonna be half Methodist. Like what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> How we gonna like, do what the that? What does that even mean? Got some Muslim dits, goddammit. That's, that's that. <laughs> how they gonna do that? <laughs> uh, um, okay, last one, last one, last one. I got a, I got a couple here. I want to do one, a quick one, quick little something. Um, best friends versus versus partners. So like when you're in a situation where you have to prioritize one over the other, um, obviously it varies. But like, which direction are you going? If you're if you're a close lifelong friend. Um, and your romantic partner are starting to come into conflict, not necessarily them directly, but like a need, like when it comes to like splitting time or that kind of shit, what's the, what's the, the over under there? I think splitting time is real nuance for me. I mean, I can, I can, if it's like direct conflict, like outside of just like, Oh, who I'm hanging out with or whatever. Like I'm definitely, you know, it's like a 50, 50 game, but if it's like direct conflict, because I've had that I've had that situation yeah happen. I'm curious there's a lot like that, of different ways it could play out yeah that's actually fairly common so like yeah. so like you know girls in the past have like not like my friends you know what I mean yes and it's yes. like and it's like friend. it's like there, there are friends where like I let you know that unless they're doing something like super fucking egregious mm. like they're going to be in the picture like they have they have to cross like some some true they have, solid like well, for, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt the thing that you were saying no. that is true about you, but it sounds like maybe I feel the same. Like they would have to do something to yeah. where I would stop fucking them with them regardless of exactly. the romantic situation. Yeah. Exactly. Like 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 you not liking, you know, like the fact that he drinks a lot of what the fuck ever or the fact that he smokes weed or whatever. Like sorry. like you want you like you can deal with that or you can go. And I've literally had to tell women that in the past. I'm like I'm like so and so, you know, has like rolled for me. Like that's like a ride that I motherfucker like He's gonna be here. If you leave tomorrow, he's still gonna be here. So exactly. But at the same time, there have been situations where like friends have crossed lines where like I no longer fuck with that friend because of like yeah. some situation. What, you know? what, what would so be the situation? To... Like what, what's the if we can get specific? What's the because sure there's situations where a girl is just like because also I think it can get a little bit toxic where a girl, where a person men and women both do it where either unconsciously or consciously whatever the fuck sorry to qualify but. They're trying to yeah. isolate you from your friends as a way of strengthening the relationship, which is abuse. And I feel like that happens a lot, but it's sort of like swept under as being like jealous or insecure. But what it is is isolation behavior. So there's that. And for that, the correct answer is always um, no. I'm keeping my friend circle. That's not, we're not doing that. But yeah. yeah, what would the situations be where you're like, mm, okay, I need to reconsider some shit. Shit, man. I had a I had a friend that was actively trying to break me and uh, and a girl up. Okay, so like now that's the, a that's a perfect one. Before you get into it, that's a perfect one. Yeah. Now, we mostly talked about whether or not a girl can get you to abandon your friends, which still kind of places the romantic relationship as kind of like almost central in a way. We don't as much talk about the reverse because I think it's less common for men. For women, this yeah. is a much more common situation, and I, we can get all into that, but that'll be it for another time. But okay, so your homeboy is like, yo, I don't like your girl. What it was even it was even it was even more insidious than that man it was like he was literally like oh shit like telling me that he was seeing her with like xyz guy and i knew oh, that was a lie okay he okay, was okay. telling he was telling her like shit like man you know he don't even really like you like that man he fucking with so-and-so and doing like xyz oh and like what you call okay. like it was like it was like a true like he's trying to like break us up type situation yeah, yeah. was there a because okay so first of all those techniques to me are unethical regardless of the reason but i am curious what was the reason i'm not sure because i feel like that requires investigation like because those are some very insidious fucking techniques yeah i'm i'm not 100 sure um because me and that individual haven't really talked much past those realizations yeah, and that was that was actually very that was actually very very difficult for me to deal with, like, cause that was during undergrad, and it was like um a point in undergrad where like I was going through shit, and I just really didn't need that to also be one of the things I was going through. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of just it was it was a very like cold turkey kind of break. It was kind of like ah, uh, I can't do this, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like some personality disorder shit to me, cause that sounds like a 
he needed you for something and that relationship threatened it, but was it, I'm just wondering, was it specific to that relationship or was it specific to any relationship you might've found yourself in? Like, did it even, I guess, did it even have anything to do with the girl or was it like, no, I don't want, I, I want to own Alvin in a very specific way that a, that a strong romantic relationship will threaten or something like that. I don't, I think it was, I think it was specific to, to that particular girl. Cause it wasn't, like I had friends that like I considered close. Like I had, like I had friends in undergrad that I considered brothers, man. And he yeah. he was definitely like, like the individual, um, in question in this particular scenario was definitely like an inner circle kind of friend. Like I definitely, right. you know, fought with the nigga heavy, but he never had the same kind of energy for motherfuckers that like I was hanging out with. You know that were that were men or like my other female friends or anything like. You know what I mean? It was just yeah. like. It was really, it was really isolated and really focal. What about the, what about um, what about other romantic? Because you know that's the thing. Like I think um, people people are much more threatened by a romantic dalliance than dalliance, whatever, than friendship, and with good reason. Because motherfuckers will leave their friends for relationships. They do it all the time, men and women both, much yep. more so than the other way around, um, generally. Um, like, yeah, like, like a person, a person will dissolve a 10 year friendship over a six month relationship. You don't, you very infrequently see the other thing happen. Like a motherfucker is not leaving his wife for a homeboy he's known for six months, but the other way around can absolutely happen. Um, so I'm just wondering, was he, did he have any of that energy for other romantic relationships? Cause I'm not surprised that he might've still celebrated friendships or allowed for friendships, but was he threatened by other romantic type situations? Uh, no. Damn, I mean, and during and during the during the course of our of our friendship, I definitely had at least two. So that were fairly serious. Yeah. So some had to be going on, dog. He he wanted her or some shit, cause that's cr- that's like that's like some Joe from you, like you know, fatal attraction type shit. I mean, I, look, I don't know. Like, I, I do I do hear, like, wild stories about behavior that people put on, but, like, that seems like oh, mo- yeah, movie man. movie shit to me. Shit, man, my life's a movie, man. <laughs> I, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, bro, it, it really is, though. You, you don't realize, bro, you really is living that Goodwill, Goodwill hunting Antoine Fisher uh, precious shit sometimes, dog, because sometimes you just string together a series of, like, traumas and triumphs like it's just casual on some poetry <laughs> shit on some alvin angelo shit and we and the whole rest of the podcast be like did you just make that up bro is that real that was beautiful nigga <laughs> this nigga really this nigga a real rose from the concrete goddamn that's crazy as fuck <laughs> you really go through some situations man your life is for real a movie I, I'm, I'm and if you do become Oh, no, no. When you do become like hit political office, you're gonna have a book on your hands for real. And I would like to be here to contribute my little the small chapter where you were on the pod, pod with me and shit. I would like to be able to contribute to that. But look, on that note, everybody, if um if your homeboy is trying to break you and your girl up by lying about where she is and where you are, you may see be seeing a red flag. But at the same time, if you a jealous motherfucker who's trying to isolate your uh romantic partner from their friends and situations like that in order to control them, you might be the one who's waving a red flag. It's been Waving the Red Flag Podcast. Peace, everybody. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, especially. And we'll see y'all next week. Peace. It's a red flag.